The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to talk about musical education, which must be available to every child, regardless of geography and class. That is the view of Grace Tallon. She's executive director of New Park Academy of Music in Dublin. She's a piece in the Irish Times today about this very issue. Uh, You're very welcome to the show, Grace. I I take it uh, uh, from your assertion that music education is not available and geography and class play a part. Well, absolutely. Thank you for having me on, Kieran, and it's great to talk about this subject. Um, currently, every child in the country does not have access to the same level of music education. So despite it being part of our national curriculum, every child in the country doesn't get the same quality music education and many children don't learn to play an instrument. Music is one subject aligned to literacy that can truly bring value to the whole of our lives and I believe we're not utilising that subject. Um, we, we, there's so much emphasis now on creative education, including innovation, entrepreneur, entrepreneurial skills, but you can't teach a seven-year-old business strategy. You can teach them to tap into the creativity through the language of music, where they can hone their creative skills. We have this amazing subjects that can benefit people in, in different aspects of their lives and in business, yet we still seem to, to, to not be utilising that. And, and do you think it's because there's, what, too much fixation on, on tangible outcomes? You know, like I said, I teach you to be an entrepreneur and, and therefore you can go and make money. I teach you music and, well, you know, it's all fairly abstract. Well, well, students need to be equipped with the necessary skills um, and literacy to express themselves through music. So, you know, we're not we're not teaching every child to to read music, to have the skills to 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 actually understand the language. So, take for instance, if you're learning English, you don't expect your your children to pick up English in a half an hour class once a week, talk to thirty children. You know, to truly have the value of music. I personally believe that we need to be ensuring our, our students are coming out of primary school with a basic level of literacy in music. And you mentioned class as well in the piece today. Talk to me a little bit about that, about the, the class, class differential when it comes to access to music. Well, there's, there's definitely a sense of elitism in, in some genres of music. And those who have a programme in their school or those who can finance private instrumental lessons the current system works for them, but it's those who are left behind and not engaged in the issue can often feel, for example, that classical music simply isn't for them. So we need to create demand. We need to educate people about the benefits um, academically of music as well as socially. And is there a prevailing view, do you suspect, Grace, that... I mean, it's kind of seen as as an extra, something that you 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 add on top of everything once all the other building blocks are in place. It's it's not seen as uh, as being of core importance. Yeah, I agree, Karen. I'm glad you you, you mentioned that because absolutely, music is currently seen as an extracurricular activity. But as I've mentioned, the benefits are huge. We hear from leaders all over the world and 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 people who got quite a high level of music, but are now working in different fields but they attribute so much of their success to their music education, whereby it helps them to really tap into, into their creativity, but gives them the confidence to do that as well. 
Well, apparently me, now yeah. it's it's an it's an add on it's an add on subject that you that you really you're doing for fun as you've said it's seen as just something that you go to after school, um. But I think even parents don't realise really what their children can benefit from if they if they have if they if they understand the language and can play an instrument and that's I suppose why we haven't seen movement in pushing this forward and ensuring every mm. child can play an instrument because people don't really understand the benefits. Um, Grace, if, if you stay with us, let me introduce uh, Niall Breslin as well. I know lots of people will know him as Brezzy, the Blizzard's frontman and host of the Where Is My Mind podcast. Uh, uh, Brezzy, I mean, the, you have a couple of dogs in this fight, I understand. Obviously, you have your, your musician's hat on. Your mum was a music teacher, is that right? She is. Uh, she was. And also, you know, I run a recording studio. I see the benefit of teaching people music coming into the studio, like world-class musicians. And I think the biggest case study, if you want to really understand the power of it, is go to the flat. And the flat was on in Mullingar last week. And it's hard to describe what goes on there. It's one of the most incredible experiences that I've ever had at any music event. You have 10-year-olds who are so gifted and so unbelievable crafted in their instrument. And they're in a complete zone. They, 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 they're working with their peers. They're, they're, it is such a powerful capacity for, for even peer generation but I think if you go back to the kind of Ken Robinson approach to education and he is he was uh, the most progressive kind of educational mind in the world and he said education is about teaching people not just about the world around us but the world within us and I think that is where my belief of creativity not just music creativity in the education system creativity is not just a lot of people have this idea that I'm not creative. That is just not true. Everybody is creative. Everybody has the ability to design, think. And no matter what role you go into in life, if you develop those creative kind of ways of approaching, whether it's music, whether it's art, you, you bring it to everything you do. And that's, I use creativity in every aspect of my life. Uh, I don't think inside the box. I, I look at things differently. And with music, I think the most important thing to point out is, firstly, it isn't easy to learn an instrument and that's really important that you instill that in young people is that to develop a craft and skill takes huge dedication and that's the beauty of it. But also in terms of accessibility, which is really important, you look at people like Music Generation who are doing incredible work in Ireland to make music accessible. Because when I bought my, bought my first guitar, like my dad was like, I'm not buying you a guitar. You know, it's, <laughs> you can go out and work for it. And I worked in Hamels and Mullingar for a quid an hour and I had to work for 150 hours to buy the guitar but I value that and I still have that guitar so I do think there's something in this I think also if we're going to do it you've got to look at what they've done in Finland they resource it they resource yeah. it properly they develop music schools as a resource and they empower young people and if you empower young people and meet them where they're at and if that's music they can do incredible things but the one thing I don't think we should be doing with young people is telling them what they should be they should be making those decisions themselves. And if it's music, they should be absolutely getting access to that. So that, that seems to suggest you, you, you'd be more in favour of an opt-in, opt-out approach to music. Or am I putting I, words in your mouth? No, no, not at all. I mean, the reality is we have to be very clear here as well. Some people might want to do music, you know, in the same way when I was growing up, some people didn't like PE. You know, there was different elements of it. But the idea of music being available at a very high level and not just you know i i studied music and it was you know i didn't really like music theory i didn't really like classical kind of training i loved the contemporary stuff i learned we should be able to make young people access production classes stuff like this how do they understand contemporary music the music that they love and they listen to 
if you want to make young people interested, you've got to meet them where they're at. And I think that's the beauty of music. You can teach it at many different levels and you can teach it at a broad level. But I would, you know, I was, I didn't, my music teacher when I was in third year in school, I remember coming in when he heard he was gone. And I was like, where did he go? And nobody ever told me. So my mom had to teach me. So I think it's important that we understand music is far more than a subject. And with the diminishing of it and kind of saying that it's, you know, we sh- the opt-in, opt-out, I think that's almost too reductionist to what we're talking about. Grace, do you think there's a value in everybody, though, get, getting some sort of grounding? And I'm thinking... Uh, you know, I'm thinking of myself here kind of somewhat selfishly. So uh, if, if you could picture me when I was about 10 years old uh, in the orchestra in St. Canice's School in the Watergate Theatre and I was had the recorder in my hands and uh, on advice from my own father, I didn't blow into the recorder. I just moved my fingers because I was so bloody awful <laughs> at it that I might just put everybody off. Um, you know, in other words, I have a real tin ear. Um, and I, listen, I love music and, and I wish I was as talented as some other members of my family, but I'm not. Is there even a value though in someone like me me having some grounding in it? Nail on the head whereby you were given the choice. There are so many children in Ireland and all over the world who aren't given a choice. So, you know, I'm not advocating for people being forced to do. I mean, there's plenty of children who are learning lots of different subjects in primary school, but they don't particularly want to learn. But you are giving young people, I'm talking about people in primary school, given an opportunity to make that choice. So when they're going to second school, they'll be able to make a choice whether or not this is something that that brings value to, to their life. Um, regardless of whether it's something they want to do as a profession, certainly learning music to a level where you truly understand it will stand to them for the rest of their lives. You're, you're even talking about it now, about a funny incident. You know, you had the opportunity to be part of something that so many others aren't. So you're giving, and, and it's a skill that, you know, you, you can bring it all over the world. If you could play a few tunes in the recorder, you can, you can, you can do that for the rest of your life. And um, mm. so it, it truly is, it, it's something that, it's about, it's about equality and inclusion. So it's about ensuring that everybody has a choice to say, you know, is this something that, that I want to do professionally or that I want to do as a hobby and have it there in my life that I can go and, and play. We talk so much about the benefits through mental health, you know, from music. But I think it's really important to make sure that the conversation doesn't only um, concentrate on well-being and the social aspect of music because it is an academic study. You know, it is something that, you know, people can have as an extra string to their bow, excuse the pun. Um, I'm mm. in New York now. I'm not working as a professional musician, but I came here. I could have gone anywhere around the world and not spoke the language, but I could sit in that orchestra and play with those musicians and sit into that community because I had a paid private music education. Yeah. And that's a privilege. And that should not be the way that we operate in Ireland. Um, Everybody should have that opportunity. For jumping in, some of the best musicians, some of the best music producers that I've worked with don't play instruments. They just have an incredible ability to understand music, to see it. And also, a lot of the music that we listen to on radio now is, you know, electronic music. We've we got to be able to teach all different elements, to, as I said, to meet kids where that oh. music they're, they're interested in. And I think for me, that was, I, think I totally agree on the accessibility thing, though, the equality thing. We got to make these, even these courses and these production courses, accessible, and that's when you empower young people, as I said, in something they're really interested in, and they're they're very good at, 
what I've learned in, in the work that I've done, even within mental health, if you do that, they'll really surprise you. And I think we need to stop doing, when I was in school growing up, I was told every single day by musician, by teachers, some teachers, that it was a waste of my time. They also told Niall Horan that he was in the same school as me. You know, you can't say that to somebody. Mm. You know, if somebody has the drive and the passion and the accessibility to what they need to do it, it is a career. And we need to get out of this mindset. You know, I, I, I see people in our studio every single day that make an incredibly good career out of what they do because they're incredibly good at it, because they got access to instruments, because they were taught and because they loved what they did. And they're doing, they're traveling the world now, touring with bands and studio session musicians. It is incredible to watch. We've a load of texts coming yeah, in and, 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 and all on a, a similar note uh, we don't have the money to send our kids to lessons I chose to spend the money I have on teaching them to swim I'd love if the school stepped up to the mark when it comes to music somebody else says my brother got piano lessons growing up I didn't because I had no interest and I always regret it such a skill to have you'll always have it whereas I ended up with gammy ankles from playing GAA that could come from me that text message and somebody else says I would have loved to learn an instrument at school always feel at a loss when I see people able to play an instrument whenever I'm out and about. Listen, keep the text coming in 53106. My thanks to Grace Talent. She's Executive Director at New Park Academy of Music uh, in Dublin. She's got that piece in the Irish Times today and to Niall Breslin uh, from the Blizzards, of course, and the host of the Where Is My Mind uh, podcast and the founder of A Lust for Life as well, his uh, charity and emotional intelligence uh, school. They run these programmes in school, really worthwhile programmes as well. If you want to check them out, A Lust for Life uh, is the name of it. Like I said, keep those views coming in. Do you wish you had more access to music in primary school would you like more access for your kids now that they're in primary school let me know on 53106 The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.